0: The following is a hoop ball presentation.
1: What's up everybody? I'm Najee Adams
2: and I'm Hunter Jacobs
1: and you're listening to The Hoop Ball Nets podcast. <laughs> back with a brand new episode it's crazy how close we are to the playoffs what the nets have 11 games left until playoff time the playoff starts on may 19th it is currently like april 26th so uh we are we're well on our way to the playoffs less than a month away um so yeah we're back with another episode i think the last one i recorded was a solo but we got hunter back on the pod so the dynamic duo has returned um, make sure you guys subscribe to the Hooball Nets podcast on Apple podcast, download it on Spotify, leave a five-star rating and review. Cause all reviews will get read on the pod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Najee Adams, underscore, Hunter on Twitter is at Hunter underscore JKR, and the pod is at HoopBallNets. If you want to listen to my own podcast, you can uh, go just type in Run It Up Podcast on in Apple Podcasts, or just go to my Twitter, and you'll basically find it wherever you uh, see me. So, yeah, check that out as well. And uh, before we get into things, you already know the deal. i got to give a huge, huge, huge shout-out. To our guys over at my bookie, uh, ever since Hunter and I started this podcast, people have been asking us for betting tips. We always get asked, "Who do you got? Lakers or Celtics? Uh, Nets or?" clippers crazy stuff like that and we will tell you what we tell them where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on that's why we tell people to bet with my bookie their rep is rock solid and they've got the best odds contests and promotions in the business they're the only place i trust to handle my nba related bets and uh the one sports book guaranteed to give me the best lines for every single sport you can think of you know us and you know that we don't give out our stamp of approval easily to earn it you've got to be the best at what you do and my bookie is easy the best sports book out there period it's simple sign up and a promo code hoopball that's h-o-o-p-b-a-l-l and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks head over to my bookie if you want to add a little bit of excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet bet with the best bet with my bookie and uh yeah we can kind of just dive on into things uh well marcus uh, a tragic tragic uh it it was like super out of nowhere like i don't exactly remember what i was doing when it happened but i just remember seeing it and being like what like this has got to be some sort of troll um yeah he ended up like it was fresh off their loss to the lakers uh against andre drummond and uh lamarcus aldridge was kind of uh like after the game he said that he was kind of gassed and we just didn't really know that it was like this was the reason why he was gassed but uh it it came out uh he was diagnosed with uh wolf parkinson white syndrome it's an abnormality that can cause a rapid heartbeat as a rookie in 2007 uh he said he feels better now after getting it checked on but regardless like he rather play it safe which which i completely understand and he uh he, he called his he called an end to his career after 15 years um a great career at that it just really kind of came out of nowhere so Hunter what was your your kind of thoughts or what was your reaction I guess to uh I mean, seeing Lamarcus I was always
2: a fan of Lamarcus so it would have been nice to see him get a ring before he departed but of course similar to uh the situation like Chris Bosh he he just couldn't do it anymore for the safety of his own life like at that point that is bigger than the game like yeah, he wanted to stay. I'm sure and win with this team because this team has the best shot uh, that anyone's had in a long time to get in that ring. But he he just couldn't do it. But Hall of Fame career nonetheless, in my opinion.
1: Do you think that the Nets would give him a ring if they won the chip? I feel like they would, right?
2: Um, I mean, I think they should. I he only
1: they... he only played, he played five it, games.
2: But yeah. I think I think that they should.
1: Yeah, he only played in five games, but I feel like the Nets would like just as a as a gesture, as a sign of like like just to kind of bump up his his nod for that Hall of Fame. Uh, he has a stellar career, regardless. Uh, he was on the All Rookie Team in two thousand six, two thousand seven. Seven time All Star, five time All NBA player. Uh, Marcus Aldridge is one of the best power forwards I would say of our generation, and uh, his. His uh his his like his game kinda went unnoticed just because like he went to the Spurs. His gameplay isn't all too flashy. Some people would consider him a boring player, but you can't like argue with the stats. He got it done everywhere that he was at. And uh yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge will definitely go down as a as a legend, as a great. Um as for what it does to the Nets, um, I, I definitely think it hurts them. Do you do you agree, Hunter? Do you I feel like it hurts their spacing, but what what about you?
2: Once they got Aldridge, it kind of felt like, oh, the Nets are finally done. Like This is their roster. They're set. And then once they lost him, it was back to the same thing like, oh, DeAndre Jordan's going to have to play a lot. <laughs> and, and that that's the tough thing, the thing that can hurt them down the stretch when they have to decide between Jordan and Claxton instead of having the ability to have Aldridge out there.
1: Yeah, that's that's I, and I feel like they'll be good in the regular season without LaMarcus Aldridge. But I think where it will really hurt them is uh, is come playoff time. Just for example, for a team like against a team like the Lakers, or even a team like the Clippers, where they have a stretch big. Uh, the the Clippers have Ibaka, um, with or or not even a stretch big like Zubat. Even like for the Lakers, for example, when they have Drummond out there. Obviously, LaMarcus Aldridge isn't able to bang with Drummond in the post, so that's where the Lakers have that advantage, but the advantage that the Nets have is, okay, cool, LaMarcus might not be able to guard Andre Drummond in the post, but good luck having LaMarcus, uh, I mean, having Andre Drummond out on the perimeter, you take him out the paint and obviously create way easier shots at the basket for all your players, because you have to guard LaMarcus Aldridge at the three. Now, they don't really have that stretch big, I mean, I guess Blake Griffin, and he shot Relatively well from three points since he uh from beyond the arc since he uh became a Brooklyn net but still just I don't think he gets the same respect that someone like LaMarcus Aldridge would and so that that's where I think it hurts them um but. Obviously Lamarcus had to do his best for his health and I don't think anyone's gonna knock him for that. So we wish Lamarcus soldiers the best. We are happy he is going to be healthy and uh yeah, hopefully the Nets can still win and he'll get he'll get that nice ring. I would give him a ring if I was the owner, so hopefully they give him a ring as well. Um kind of moving on. Uh so James Harden. James Harden had a setback. He suffered a, set, a setback in his hamstring, and he is now out indefinitely. And, uh,
2: and by indefinitely, it's more than likely we won't see him until game one of the first series of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, that that's kind of where that was. He's out for the rest of the regular season. Um, apparently, Steven Nash said it set him back to square one. Uh, they, they made it sound like they don't really know when he's going to come back. But then in that same strain, they also said that they expect to have their big three back for the beginning of the playoffs. So I think that uh, it's, it's just... It, it'll be... In the best interest of everyone to, you know, just let Harden rest. The Nets are in no danger whatsoever of missing the playoffs. They're in no danger of even falling below a top three seed, even below a top two seed. So with or without Harden, they're good for now. Uh, When Harden will obviously be needed is come playoff time and where the competition gets much, much harder. And uh, yeah, I think the the, the Nets are twenty seven and seven when Harden plays, and so he's been a key key cog in their success this season, and was well on his way to his second MVP before he got injured. But uh, now I feel like Nikola Jokic is kind of the front runner for that, and uh,
2: on Steph Curry there.
1: No, it's I feel like it's between Jokic, Steph, and Joel Embiid. But I mean, I just don't think the Warriors are good enough for Steph to get an MVP, especially when the. Yeah.
2: Are the Nuggets even good enough? I mean, it's they're gonna give it to Jokic, but that argument this season for me doesn't even make sense because the Nuggets are are a fourth seed.
1: Yeah, the Nuggets are the fourth seed, but they've only won eight more games than the Warriors. So,
2: That's right. so I mean, I guess it, it. If it's gonna be team dominance wise, then then you might as well give it to Embiid if it's out of those three.
1: Yeah, I just think that usually the player that leads in PER gets it, and I'm pretty sure Nikola Jokic leads the league in PER. Yes, that is Jokic. So that's that, and and they'll they'll with Le- with Jamal Murray out, the the narrative is there for Jokic to really carry the team. So I feel like he'll get it. Um, but yeah, Harden was well on his way to a second MVP before he he went down. I got a question though, Hunter. Do you think it'll hurt the Nets come playoff time having their big three, because of the fact that their big three's only been intact for six games?
2: Um, I will say yes and no. Yes, in that they won't be playing their best basketball right away, but no, because their first two series are going to be jokes. So they have eight wins to figure that out before they have a tough series.
1: Yeah, and and obviously that's based on how the play. Like if the play if the the playoffs sort to of start today, but even looking at the standings, like I don't foresee much change happening, even in that that bottom realm of
2: only one team that can go to four or to five that can probably make the net to work, and that's the Heat. Yeah. So I think. See, see, so they're, the Nets are 5-1, and one,
1: having their big three intact. The only game that they lost was that very first game. Everyone remembers it against the Cleveland Cavaliers when Colin oh. Sexton went to it. and He was on a different universe and just started playing the best basketball of his entire career in that one night. And uh, took that game off the net. Since then, they haven't lost a game with all three of their, their big three intact. Uh, it's been an injury-riddled season for the Nets, especially for the Big 3. KD's only played in 25 of the Nets' 61 games this season, meaning he missed 36 games. He's missed more games than he's played in, and he's had a minute restriction in a lot of those games. Kyrie has been the Iron Man per, per se. He's played the most games of the Big 3. He's played in 45, only missed 16 of their 61 games, and then uh, the Nets have played 48 games since they acquired James Harden. Harden's played in Thirty-four of them, like I said, they're twenty-seven and seven, and uh so yeah. Uh, realistically, they've like all of a combination of them have been on the court together. Like KD and Kyrie have played, Kyrie and Harden have played.
2: The most common one was Kyrie and Harden. Yeah, it would be Kyrie and Harden, and that's why I think the adjustment won't be so bad because I think KD can fit on any team at any time. I think. Kyrie and Harden being able to play together is the most important thing.
1: No, and I'm with you
2: together enough that I, I don't think it'll hurt them at all.
1: Yeah, like like I said, a combination of them have played, and, and so it's kind of just putting what, finding out what works in each combination, and trying to you know get mesh that all well together, and finding out what doesn't work, and hoping that you know the talent that you have can get you through that. Um, yeah, we're gonna do a playoff preview. Uh, after we finish talking about this uh, a couple more things I, w- I also wanted to ask you should they right right now just for context the nets are the one seed, sitting at 41 and 20 they're one game ahead of the 76ers uh and there's what 11 games left for the nets and how many games left for the 76ers one two three four five six seven eight also, nine 10.
2: also 11 left for the sixers
1: so boom they both have 11 games left and that's her one game ahead of them Do you think that the Nets should be gunning for that first seed, or do you not think it matters very much?
2: Um, I think it matters a, a tremendous amount because if they retain that one seed, they wind up with the Hornets, the Heat, the Pacers, or the Wizards in the first round. Most likely not the Heat. Most likely one of the other three, which is a sweep. Now, if they fall to two... They're almost guaranteed the Heat in that spot. But the worst part about that is that their second round winds up becoming the Bucks instead of the Knicks or the Hawks.
1: Yeah, so I feel like the the the, 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 the toughness of the path that they'd have to go through at 2 is way, like, it gets way the, tougher two, at 2.
2: right 2, the path is heat Bucks, sixers before they get to the finals, and that's that's a path.
1: Whereas, if they stay at the one seed, they could play Hornets. Um,
2: like Hornets or Pacers, Knicks, Hawks, or, and then Sixers.
1: Yeah, so I, I also think they should be gunning for that one seed. I don't think they should be running their players to the ground tossing their minutes restrictions to the side by any means. But they should be doing whatever they can realistically to keep that one seed because the path is severely easier if they keep that one seed. Um and then yeah, we kind of just want to go over there win against the, the Suns. Uh it was a pretty close game for the most part. Um when you look at the uh when you look at the standings right now for the so the Suns are 43 and 18. They're one game behind the Jazz for the one seed. So the Suns very well could be the one seed heading into the playoffs. They've been incredible this season. Devin Booker and Chris Paul have been a dynamic duo. And uh yeah, they're they're obviously a way tougher team than they have been in previous years. Uh this game the Nets were missing Hard Den, but they did have Kyrie and KD off the bench. KD dropped 33 in 28 minutes, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and Kyrie had 34, 12 of 6, 12 of 6, I mean 12 assists, 6 rebounds in 35 minutes. And then, uh, yeah, no one else really had more than 10 points. Jeff Green and Joe Harris both had 10. And
2: Blake Griffin had 16, 5, and 4 on Oh, six yes.
1: And nine. I missed my boy Blake Griffin. I think this was the first back-to-back that he played in since coming to the nets so this was also a big game for him he's going to be asked to do more with lamarcus Aldrich being out uh, uh being retired and uh yeah this is a good step in the right direction for him uh i and, would
2: uh, james suited up in this game
1: yes mike Just james
2: find the veteran point guard who was supposed to still be playing for moscow but he got into an altercation with the coach there and said that uh, it was not a clash on the basketball court or as a player. It was more of as an individual. As two men, they had clashes, and he just didn't like how things were handled. So yeah, he no longer played for them, and he said it's better for him at this stage in his life to be a role player rather than someone with a lot of responsibility on the court.
1: Apparently he had only met like the coaching stuff and, and came to the team facility hours before the game or something like that. And he just came in and got absolute buckets. He only had seven points, but like it was an efficient seven and a, and a, and a well-deserved seven from Mike James. Um, when we look at not, like, we don't want to get too much into this. It was a relatively easy win for the Nets. Um, and yeah having having kd and kyrie on the court most nights is going to get you the win like it's it's as simple as that um the the nets were actually down 56 to 43 with 3 minutes remaining in the second quarter and they just kind of took off from there they went on a 16 to 5 run and they trailed by 2 at the half and then coming out of that like they just they just took off kd went on a 9 point run himself and, uh, yeah, it was wraps. It was wraps after that. And then that's kind of just overpowered them, which will happen on most nights. Like I said, when you have two top 10 players in the league, top 15 easily. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of what their hope is going to happen in the playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, we might as well get to our uh, our, our – Our playoff predictions, I guess. We're going to go through the whole thing. We're probably going to end up doing another one of these when the standings are final. But this is based on what the standings are right now. Like if the playoffs were to start today, this is how we see things shaping up. Uh, We have like a a couple of different um, predictions, but for the most part, we're kind of on the same stage. So this is how we're going to start with the East. The Nets are the one seed at 41 and 20. 76ers are the two seed 39 and 21 bucks are the three seed at 37 and 23 knicks are the four seed so we got two new york teams in the top four seeds knicks the four seed at 34 and 27 hawks are the five seed at 34 and 27 celtics are the six seed at 32 and 29 heat are the seven seed at 32 and 29 hornets are the eight seed at 30 and 30 Pacers are the nine seed at 29 and 31, and Wizards are the 10th seed at 27 and 33. Before we get into that, uh, Hunter, just explain how the whole play-in tournament thing works.
2: Well, first, before that, this list with the standings was made yesterday, so the, the teams haven't shifted at all, but the Knicks and Hawks both lost, so they have 28 losses. The Heat lost, and the Wizards lost, so... <laughs> A lot of ones in the L column for the East. But other than that, everything's the same. So the play-in tournament, it's 7 through 10. 7 plays 8, and the winner is the 7th seed. 9 plays 10. The loser is eliminated. The winner moves on to play the loser of the 7-8 game. So the loser of 7-8 plays the winner of 9-10 for the final playoff spot. And... That's whoever gets the eighth seed. So if you're a seventh or eighth seed, it's double elimination for you. If you're a nine, ten, you gotta win two straight.
1: Got you. Perfect. So might as well get into things. We're gonna start with the play-in tournament. So in this scenario, we have the Heat as the seventh seed and the Hornets as the eighth seed. Uh, I don't think this is a hot take. We both think the Heat are gonna win, retain that seventh seed. Uh, Then we have the nine versus the ten seed which is the Pacers versus the Wizards. Hunter has the Pacers winning. I have the Wizards winning just because I feel like Russ and Bradley beer are going to turn up it when the time comes. Like, I just think that they have more talent on that team than the Pacers do. And, uh, yeah, I'm not going to count out I mean, Russ I and Bradley Muir. I don't
2: think you're remembering who Karis Levert is. I,
1: I can never forget my boy Karis. But, I,
2: I don't think you're remembering –
1: I could never and would never forget my Boston, boy, Captain
2: Harris. Harris, Jeremy Lamb, Sabonis, Miles Turner. That's a team. They got a squad. The Wizards got a duo. Bro,
1: mo- we we just talked about off talked about this off the mic, bro. But whenever I'm always gonna take the team that has the better players. Like the the Wizards have two top twenty five players. Bradley Beal is definitely top fifteen. Russ is debatable, but.
2: I- 15's a lot for Beal. I right, cool. Um, top
1: twenty, top twenty. We cool on top twenty. Yeah,
2: okay. Beal's twenty. Westbrook's probably thirty.
1: Remember, I I just talked about in the last podcast. My man cooked me in the in the reviews for saying that Bradley Beal is better than Kyrie. So let me not. Uh right, top twenty-five. They have two top twenty-five players. And so I'm a, Do the Pacers have a top twenty-five player? I don't think so. So I'm gonna go
2: ahead. Yeah. Sabonis bonus is probably top twenty-five. It's Sabonis. if he if he is,
1: he's on the, the edge,
2: is ahead of the rankings in Westbrook, probably. Oh, that's cap. That's cap.
1: <laughs> that's cap. No, Westbrook. Westbrook is better than Sabonis. No, you come on, don't come on me.
2: Come on now, that you're just looking at the numbers. You're not Bro, looking at the it's game. Russell
1: Westbrook.
2: <laughs> what oh are you my. talking about? You're looking at the stats, not the game. Bro, it's bro, Russell. And I, I love Westbrook, but Sabonis is better, man.
1: Come on. Bro, bro. who who, who had the better MVP season? Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook? Oh, we're not doing this.
2: <laughs> then the answer, Steph. It's not close. The answer. bonus who ha- is having 20, 12, and 6 this season. Mm-hmm. On 52% shooting.
1: 2012 and 6. That's cute. That's nice. With a
2: 20 PER.
1: That's cool. That's that's very hot. Spicy even. What is Westbrook?
2: Westbrook has 22, 11, and 11. Come on, on now. On 43% shooting with an 18 PER. Okay. I'm taking Westbrook. What are you talking about? 1.8 win shares to Sabonis is 6.
1: I'm taking Westbrook. He's a better player. Come on now. Just and best. he had a better MVP season than Steph Curry. Hot take. Um, and let's ignore that. Yep. Okay, so he takes the Pacers. I'm taking the Wizards. That moves us on to the nine versus the t- for for well for Hunter, it's the nine versus the eight seed. For me, it's the ten versus the eight seed. So it's Pacers versus Hornets for Hunter. He has the Pacers grabbing the win. It's Wizards versus Hornets for me. I have the Wizards grabbing grabbing this the win.
2: Is all useless because then let's move on to the first round: Nets versus Wizards or Nets <laughs> versus Pacers. Nets win four zero. No matter who it is,
1: so. and and so that's again why we were saying that it's very important that they keep the one seed because if they drop to two, then it's Nets versus Heat in the very first round.
2: And that's going to be their first game playing as a trio again. So I don't think they want that.
1: Didn't Bam just hit a game
2: winner on them a couple nights ago? And they'll also probably have Oladipo back by then.
1: Exactly. So we need to keep that one seed because we want to play the Pacers or the Wizards or the Hornets. So, well, actually the Pacers or the Wizards, yeah. Or the Hornets, yeah. So then we, regardless, we have the Nets winning in four Versus whatever team they play, they're going to sweep them. Maybe a gentleman's sweep of five if we give them a game. Regardless, the Nets are demolishing whatever team they play in the first round. That two versus seven, we have 76ers versus Heat. Now I feel like this has the potential to be the best matchup of the first round easily. Of any of both conferences.
2: And Uh, Heat are winning in seven because Jimmy Butler don't lose. I I
1: I have the 76ers winning. Now, I feel like that's a hot take when it really probably shouldn't be, (laughs) but I have the 76ers winning in seven. I think it's going to be an incredible series, back and forth series. 76ers will have home court, and they're really good on their own home court. Obviously, home court isn't as important as it was in previous years, but I'm going to say the 76ers take this matchup against the Heat in seven games. Hunter's gonna say the Heat taking over the 76ers in seven games. Uh, moving on to the next matchup Bucks versus Celtics. Uh, we both have the Bucks winning in six. Uh, yeah, I don't think this matchup is all too particularly close. Um, there is a realm that I could see the Celtics coming out super hot and stunning the bucks but i think it's a very very low percentage that that happens if the
2: celtics play like they played last year then they win the series if they keep playing like this garbage version of themselves this year they probably lose in five games
1: and so yeah we'll see which celtics show up the last matchup is the four versus the five seed. The Knicks versus the Hawks, which also could be a low-key sleeper, hell of a series, but we're both going can...
2: go seven because they're evenly matched. Both teams are not not great teams. Good enough, I guess, to make the playoffs. And I have the Knicks winning in seven.
1: I also have the Knicks winning in seven. So that's that because sets up. It
2: should be clear to everyone that the Heat and the Celtics are better than the Knicks and the Hawks. But how the season's going, the standings are what they are. And uh, we could see it turn out that the Knicks make the second round this year.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a weird year. You know, it's a COVID-impacted year. And uh, I, not to take anything away from the Knicks. They've been balling lately. Yeah,
2: they have been playing well, and Randall is a top five MB or should be, a top five MVP candidate. Yeah, you know, so we'll, we'll see what happens. That sets up
1: a Nets versus Knicks second round, a battle of the New York, battle of New York. Hunter and I both live in New York, so the tickets are probably going to be outrageously expensive, but we're probably going to try and go. Uh, I would bet my money that we don't end up going, but, you know, we're going to try. Nets versus the Knicks. Um, I don't know the last time that happened, if that has ever happened. I'm not sure. But we're gonna take Nets in five. The Knicks get that nice gentleman. They will probably. I could see the Knicks winning the first game, and Knicks Twitter versus Nets Twitter is going to be completely toxic. And I can see the, the the Knicks just going crazy over that first game, and the Nets just sweeping them after that.
2: Yep, that's usually how it goes. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then uh, we got the Bucks versus the Heat for Hunter, oh, and uh, I have Bucks versus Sixers. Hunter has the heat being that Cinderella team. Hunter has the heat beating the Bucks.
2: He just match up great with the Bucs. So if they get past the Sixers, I think that's almost a lock for them to get to the conference finals.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jimmy's just the Giannis Grim Reaper. He just refuses to let that man make the NBA finals. And uh, I have 76ers Bucks. I'm going to take 76ers and six and uh then that kind of sets up nets versus heat for hunter nets versus 76ers for me we both have them winning five yeah he has them in five i have nets in six over the 76ers and uh yeah the brooklyn nets come out of the east win the eastern conference make the nba finals for the first time since like what 2000 2001 and fairly easily at that and then on to the West, the current standings as they are right now going into our scenario is Jazz as the one seed, 44, I'm not even going to say their records but because so Jazz at the one seed, Suns at the two seed, Clippers at the three seed, Nuggets at the four seed, Lakers at the five seed, Mavs as the six seed, Trailblazers as the seven seed, eighth seeded Grizzlies, ninth seeded Spurs, and 10th seeded Warriors. And- Playing tournament begins. We've got Blazers versus Grizzlies. uh We've both got the Trailblazers winning and getting that seventh seed. And then we have Spurs versus Warriors is a nine and ten. We have the Warriors winning that. Steph Curry's not going out. Sorry. And then we have John Morant versus Steph Curry. We also have the Warriors winning that. And Look, it's,
2: there's no way if Steph Curry's in a playing tournament that he's not winning.
1: That's I just, I hundred percent agree.
2: It's just that simple. He will win it.
1: Yeah, he he he's he's, t- he's coming out on top. Warriors are definitely going to come out on top if they make the play in, and then that sets us up for a one seed versus ten seed, Jazz versus Warriors. Uh, and it really
2: could go seven games. It, not- I swear to God, it could. Depending, the Warriors are just not good, but Steph is Steph.
1: Depending on if we get all time great Steph Curry or not, if we get prime <laughs> Steph Curry.
2: Mind you, mind you, this last month has been the best Steph Curry we've seen since his MVP year, and it might even be better than that.
1: And that's what I'm saying. If he plays like that, I swear to you, bro, I can see the Warriors taking the series.
2: They can. They definitely can. But what? they need they need Draymond Green to actually play pretty decent, and they need Oubre and Wiggins to be mildly efficient. Around
1: him, and so we have the Jazz winning in six. But if the Warriors do win, I would not be surprised. Um, and then we know
2: ha- Lebron don't want to see that man again.
1: What are you talking? I'm not doing. I'm not doing this with you, bro. <laughs> Lakers, Lakers would do them, bro. The Lakers LeBron, are gonna do them in
2: easy. That man again.
1: Okay, yeah. Suns versus Trailblazers. We have... See, this is probably the best series of the in the West. Because Dame is different. That man is a demon. He is not going out sorry. So, I think he goes 7. But
2: I think the Suns will win the series. And I think Chris Paul is going to be playing with a purpose.
1: Yeah, I also have the Suns winning. Like I said, they could come into this as the one seed. But, um... I could. I definitely have the Suns winning. Uh, they've shown too much throughout the year to to have me not pick them. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt, and uh, Dame's gonna get that first round exit. But this is another series that I could very well see Dame just completely taking over and being unstoppable and carrying the team to to a victory. Clippers versus Mavs. This is this is kind of gonna be. A, 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 they're gonna walk all over them, just like they did last year. Like Luca has that one moment of the step back against Reggie Jackson, but. For the most part, the Clippers dominated.
2: The a lot. I I hope Luka gets more help because as of right now, I see him as a revolving door of a first-round exit.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the Clippers and, and Mavs faced up last year. And the, the the Mavs could have won, I swear to you, bro. But Chris Daffs didn't play, and so Luka didn't really have any help, and the Clippers beat them fairly easily. But you And know.
2: I personally am under the belief that the Clippers are better this year. Some people think they're not. I think they definitely are better. Like, it's not even close. Um, I think the addition of Ibaka, Batum, Kennard will definitely help them. And then Rondo. We know what Rondo is when it comes to the playoffs.
1: Playoff Rondo is a real thing, which is crazy. But it is a real thing. I'm sorry. For the people that don't believe that, please look at his stats in the playoffs last year. It is a real thing. Um, so, yeah, we have the Clippers winning in six. And then we have Nuggets versus Lakers. I think the Lakers, fully healthy, take care of the Nuggets fairly easily in five games, especially without Jamal Murray. And, uh, yeah, get them, get them right up out of here. So that sets up our second round predictions. Um, Jazz versus Lakers, one seed versus five seed. We both have Lakers in six. And then, uh, like we said, it could be Warriors versus Lakers, which would be an incredible series as well. But I would also take the Lakers in that. And then Suns versus Clippers hot has clippers in seven i have clippers in six i think they would probably do the 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 suns pretty dirty pretty easily
2: i think chris paul is gonna put up a fight no matter what but i I do think the clippers will wind up taking it
1: it'll be good to see devin booker in the playoffs for once i can guarantee you he's gonna have at least one signature sick moment this in this playoffs
2: it's either it, it could either go that way or he plays absolutely horrible
1: Nah, I think he plays really
2: well. Yeah, I think so too, but you never know. People's first playoffs can go one of two ways. You're
1: not wrong. You're not wrong. I get, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and then we have the conference finals, the series that everyone wanted last year that never happened will hopefully happen this year as long as the Clippers do their job. Lakers versus Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. Hunter... It's going to be controversial and have the Clippers win in seven. It's going uh, be
2: controversial. It should be obvious.
1: Uh, okay. 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 I'm going to have the Lakers win in six against the Clippers. Six. Which w- Hunter has the Clippers Nets finals. I have the Lakers Nets finals. I think if the Lakers if the Nets face the Clippers, they're winning fairly easily in five or six games.
2: Oh my God, what is wrong with you?
1: I think if the, uh, listen, my boy, playoff P is called playoff piss for a reason. And he right, won't show so that.
2: This year when he averages 30 in the playoffs, wh- what do you have to do? I
1: would bet you, bread that he does not average 30 in the
2: playoffs. So what do you do when he averages 30 this year?
1: What do you do when he averages 15?
2: He won't. And when he averages twenty-two
1: on twenty-seven percent shooting from the field. What are we doing then?
2: He won't. See, that's my problem, cause you know who did that and people respect him. Kyrie. Kyrie shot twenty-nine percent. Hey, don't don't
1: don't let don't let my man that scolded me over the Bradley Beal thing hear you say that. He'll come for you, he'll edit that review real quick,
2: my boy. If we're being real, Paul George is a very close, in terms of ranking, player to Kyrie Irving when it comes to regular season. Now, take the playoffs. Yes, Paul George is historically bad in the playoffs. But he blamed it on Doc Rivers and the role he was given. And
1: and Doc Rivers said Ty Lue was sitting there right next to me making those decisions with me.
2: And... um, Well, Paul George seems to be having a great season. He always
1: has a great season. That's not the question.
2: The question is, will he have a great postseason? Well, if he's given the role he wants, I believe he will. Let's give him a chance to show it. Okay, cool. That's fine with
1: me. The Nets still do the Clippers in five games. Easy. If the Nets play the Lakers, if the Nets play the Lakers, I'm going to say Lakers in seven, but I could also see the Nets winning. But I personally would say Lakers in seven, and uh, yeah, I feel like it's gonna be tough to have the Nets have that big three for a total of six games, and then come in and play the best team in the league in the Lakers in the finals, who are coming fresh off of a chip in their second year with LeBron and AD, who well, also got better.
2: What I know is if no matter which LA team they face, I think it does go seven.
1: I think I think the Lakers are so v- much better than the Clippers so I don't think the Clippers series goes the
2: Lakers 7. The Clippers are barely hanging on to an above player.
1: Okay, if you take away the best player in the world from any team, they're of course going to get worse.
2: Yes, so you don't know what you are. I we were we were a couple games away from
1: the one see- I'm not I'm not doing this with you. You're trying to bait. You were a
2: three tough Ladies four.
1: ladies and gentlemen, Hunter is a <laughs> I can't even say it on the podcast. <laughs> Hunter is the best baiter that you will ever meet when it comes to your sports takes. He likes to get you riled up. I'm not going to let him do it to me. So Hunter is the Nets winning the chip no matter what. I have the Nets winning the chip against everyone but the Lakers. So honestly, it's a good chance the Nets win the chip. And that's how we have our playoff predictions going. Like I said, we're going to do another one when the standings are final and we have the actual teams that will be playing. And uh, kind of get more in depth about the matchups and everything, but we didn't want to get super in depth and then end up not even being the matchup. So we got that. You guys can look forward to that coming soon. Like I said, the playoffs are less than a month away, start on May nineteenth. Net should be fully healthy, and uh, we can't wait, honestly. so we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Hoop Ball Nets podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe to the Hoop Ball Nets podcast on Apple Podcasts. Download the pod on Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter at Hoop Ball Nets. Uh, leave a five star rating and review on the podcast on Apple Podcasts. I've said that phrase like ten times straight. Um, we actually have seventy ratings, which is uh, like that's a milestone to clap it up for us. So, but we're trying to get to a hundred, so we would really appreciate it if you guys could do that. Um, and yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Adams underscore hunter is at hunter underscore jkr on Twitter, and uh, yeah. Oh, let me give you your letter. Uh, T.
2: Kristen Thompson.
1: Thomas Bryant. And with that, we're going to get up out of here.
0: This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.